The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Talk to Prospect. I am Gail Saunders here with Chris Malley, and we're lucky today to have wide receiver out of Boise State, Boise State, Khalil Shakir. How you doing today, man? Good, good. I'm doing good. Um, how you guys doing? Hey, man, we're living the dream. I know it's draft time. It's a crazy year. Uh, this this whole draft process you know, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, it, you know, my, my draft process starts. You know, I start finding. You know, the, the prospects that are coming out, you know, the senior both are in trying to figure out who is who. And Khalil, man, when I when I found you, I was like, man, this guy's got game. You know, I, I was loving what I was seeing. And, and me and Chris went down to the, the senior bowl this year and then come to find out uh, out of all, all, all the people that, you know, I know in my, in my past. Uh, I'm looking at a photo of you and to your to your left is your your agent. And, and me and your agent go way back. Like I'm talking like 10 years. And his dream was always to be an NFL agent. Just, just, just so, I, the news broke to me as I saw the photo. Cause I remember him telling me this way back. So the fact yeah. that uh, you're, you're, you're standing there with my guy, Derek. <laughs> and, and we bumped into each other down at the senior bowl as well. So that was just a, a great, uh, great day. No, that's what's up. He's an awesome dude. Awesome dude. Uh, but Chris, I'll, I'll let you start off. Yeah, Cleo, can't thank you enough for taking the time throughout the draft, pre- draft process to stop on. You had a monster offseason down to Senior Bowl. Uh, we were talking to scouts and different coaches and just everyone in the stands. And everyone was saying, who is this kid from Boise State? Because you were standing out. Uh, and then you capped off the combine with a 4.35. And I heard you tell the story how the camera guy was the one who tipped you off that you ran a 4.35. And it, it's been amazing to see the process and, and your rise. Uh, we're getting close to the draft. I mean, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I feel great. Just, uh, you know, taking it day by day, um, trying not to look too far ahead to the exact draft day, but just taking it day by day, you know, working out every day and just, you know, just just trying to stay blessed, you know, stay blessed because every – 
Um, so got staying blessed is what's got me to this point, you know, just being appreciative for everybody who's came along and helped me out through my whole career. Um, and just hoping that, you know, God willing, I end up in a place where I'm supposed to be. So I'm just just excited to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. You've elevated your game uh, game by game, year by year, and the hard work pays off. And it's awesome to see a draft type. Uh, Gail and I were just talking to you about being on uh, NFL Network a couple of days ago, which is mon- monumentous. It's just the fact that you're saying that your whole life you're watching the show. Now you're on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to get into the first question over here. So. What has been your favorite part of the draft process and what has been your least favorite part? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, my favorite part, I'd have to say um, the training aspect. Like I, you know, I went down to Fort Lauderdale to train um, down at XPE and uh, I've never done like intense training, speed training at least um, for, you know, really pushing the 40 yard dash. You know, I know for me, it was like, Okay, let's they wanted to know how fast I was, right? And, and not many people didn't think I was, you know, four, 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 three. Nobody knew I was that fast. Everybody was thinking four, five, four, six, or a lot slower. Um, so for me, it was just about proving everybody wrong. And uh that type of training um was very, very intense, but it was fun because I knew that every day I was getting better. I knew that I was getting faster every day. And when I got there, I actually pre-tested like a four, six, four, seven. Um, like a high four, six, low four, seven. And I was like, oh, this is going to be tough to get it down, you know? And they were like, you know, we can get you down to a, a to a four five, we think for sure. And about a week and a half out from the combine, um, I pre-tested a, a four, four, oh. So I'm like, okay, um, whatever this training is, it works. So just to that process to go out there and train that intense and it all to pay off when I went to the combine was probably definitely, um, one of my favorite part about this process. Then I would say least favorite, that's a tough one, you know, because at the same time, it's, you know, you don't want to make it seem like I'm not appreciative for everything that's happened to this point, because I know that anybody would be, you know, more than welcome to trade places with me. So um, I guess the only thing would be, you know, just getting more sleep, you know, uh, you got busy days, um, you're working out all day, you're meeting with teams, you're, you know, doing a whole bunch of things to where your sleep schedule can be a little bit off. So, um, I guess that'd be my least favorite part was just uh, not getting as much sleep. So now um, making that work, going to sleep earlier, um, have a little more time to, you know, get myself together um, to get ready for bed at a decent time. So um, I would definitely say that's probably the least uh, least favorite part. Now, uh, when I was looking at some of your tape and I was just thinking uh, in my head before I even hear, heard some of the some some of the things that I heard in the past couple of days. But I was just thinking in my head, like Swiss Army knife, dude, like this dude is, you know, I'll take a jet sweep. You know, he's, uh, you know, getting the yak. He he's going up for the 50 50 balls. Um, and, and did you did you reach out to Swiss Army yet to get um your own <laughs> set of knives? Because look at here, man, the, the, like. You know, I know that's the nickname Swiss. Uh, I had to add the little, little, you know, well, whether you're a wide receiver or not, you know, you, you knowing the X slot to Z, mm-hmm. you said you added a little wildcat, little running, running back in high school yeah. um, and, and a, a kick return ability. So, I mean, mm-hmm. talk about, um, you know, leads me into my first question for a player that is as versatile as yourself, with the ability to be interchangeable in an offense. How have uh, NFL teams stressed the importance of your skill set at the next level? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much for me, um, you know, when you go into a game, you know, knowing what every single person has, uh, the concept as a whole, um, it allows you to be on the field a lot more, you know. 
um, when you just know what the X has on certain personnel in certain plays, it limits your 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 play time. So if you, the coaches, you know, here at Boise State, they had the trust in me to go into every game, knowing that I was going to know the whole the concept as a whole. So going into this next level, um, you know, I've been told it's in, it's important that I learn that throughout my career, you know, here um, at, in college, because, you know, now they can kind of move me around and knowing that I've done it before, um, you know, it'll it'll obviously the trust has to be built, you know, from wherever I end up. Um, but it gives them, you know, a little a sense of them to, you know, they can feel comfortable um, with, you know, putting me out there wherever, um, like I said, slot outside X or Z running back wildcat. Like I've done it all and I've shown that I've done it all. So um, I think, you know, that bringing that skill set to the, to the next level is very important. You know, you see guys like Debo Samuels um, doing that, you know, and uh, creating this new position wide back, you know, or whatever they want to call it, you know, so. <laughs> that don't sound right, man. That don't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, uh, <laughs> no that's definitely um, after watching what Debo did though, that's definitely something that, you know, I would want to do at the next level, you know, yeah. and I think that, you know, from what I've done, um, in my college career, that it's definitely something that um, teams um, could take advantage of. So that's interesting. Um, I know we had a question from the chat real quick. Uh, Stephen Puga says, uh, Khalil, who's one of one NFL wide receiver you looked up to growing up? Um, Julio Jones. Uh, I'm not as big as Julio Jones, um, but the physicality he brings to the game and the way he's, you know, he does this thing called the illusion of speed. You know, there's a I learned this when I was training. So it was uh, as a receiver, you got guys who look like they're running real fast. They're wideouts, and sometimes they are. Um, but there was this route that Julio Jones ran a couple years ago, and uh, it was when he was on the on the Falcons, and he ran a a post corner. And when you watch the clip, it seems like he's running really, really fast. And we're all guessing 18 miles per hour, 19 miles per hour, and he completely shakes the dude. He's only running 13 miles per hour. So seeing that and learning stuff like that and the way he's able to, you know, work his defenders um, to make it seem like he's running faster, but it allows him to get in and out of his breaks a lot easier to where the DBs can't react fast enough and it creates that separation. You know, I've been studying his game ever since I, you know, could remember. So definitely him. Nice. All right, Khalil. When I watch your game, it's hard to compare you to just one player. I see a lot of DJ Moore in your game, though. Who are some of your favorite wide receivers? Uh, I like watching Cooper Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup brings a lot of finesse and savviness to the game. Um, he's somebody who, you know, when he's he's big in the run game as well, which allows him to get open. So helping his physicality in the run game and going down, blocking safeties, backers, getting in the box allows him to, you know, run in that same direction, but stem inside and run these routes as if he's going to block, which people has, they have to respect his, his blocking ability to where, you know, it brings them down and he's able to pop up over the top. He had one in the, the Super Bowl, I believe, where he ran inside, you know, uh, safety comes down and he just pops right up back over the top wide open. So, um, you know, the, his finesse and savviness is something that I, I admire. Then I would definitely say uh, Devontae Adams, just because his release package, you know, you've seen this dude, on, especially down in the red zone, like he'll run and then act like he's running the fade, throw the hand up, then come back across for the slant, like things like that. Like you just, you just don't wake up and do those type of things. You know what I'm saying? He's somebody who's mastered, you know, his release package. So I definitely love watching him play as well. Yeah. yeah man, I mentioned a, technician. Yeah. I, I just mentioned DJ Moore because 
just so many things just like of his game remind me of what you bring to the t- you brought to the table when you were at Boise State. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that you stem at the top of the route, just everything, the way your ability to stack and just the savviness and Swiss Army knife. I mean, that's why I love watching DJ Moore, local Philly kid, and being able to watch him grow up around me and then see him uh, absolutely just like punish uh, DBs out in Carolina, even without a uh, proper quarterback some of these years. I mean, that's why it's really exciting to see your game and see the comparisons. Now, uh, you know, you and your team talk about checking the boxes, uh, going through the whole draft process. What have uh, been some of those boxes for you? Yeah, so, you know, checking the boxes is like a, it's almost like a mentality, I guess you could say. So, you know, dating back to my my first box that I wanted to check off was finding the right agents and, and signing with the right agency. And, you know, um, Derek and, and uh, Sam Mears and Chris Cabin and those guys, uh, you know, talked to them for a bit. And uh, when I made that decision, it was, you know, probably the easiest decision because of the, the personal connection I felt with them just as far as relationships. So um, those guys are are amazing, man. And I, I definitely um, am, am truly happy with being with them because those guys I can I could call those guys whenever I need them. They'll be there right away. They've flown down to Florida to see me training. They've made they live in California. They've flown down to Florida for one day. They're flying in the morning and then leave later on that day just to check up on me, see how I'm doing, hang out for a bit. So um that was the first box I checked off. Um then you know when I got with them it was all right, let's now let's look forward and see what these boxes we have to check off. The first one was the senior bowl. Um you know coming from the Mountain West people question um, the competitiveness within the Mountain West, you know, is it, it's not like the SEC and things like that. Right. So g- being able to go to the senior bowl and compete against guys and from every single conference was the next box I had to check off and not just compete with them, show them that I am better than them and that I can, you know, compete with these guys and go out there and, and stand out. So, um, after the senior bowl, we were really, really happy with what I did up there. Um, I was confident when I went up there, I always have a chip on my shoulder, and just knew that, you know, when somebody lines up across from me, there's nobody that can stop me. So um, we believe we checked that box. The next one was uh, was combine. And then combine was all about the 40 for me. So it was like, I know this. I know the speed train is paying off. I know it is. Um, got up to the combine, did what I did, not only within the 40, but within the position drills and stuff. We checked that box off. And that was um, we were happy with that. Then uh, my next box, um, people thought it was pro day, but it was me proposing to my lady. Um, so that was uh, the day before pro day pros on the, on the 29th. Um, so that all went well. Um, you know, if it didn't, I probably wouldn't be sitting here smiling so much right now, but, uh, that went well. Uh, she said yes. And, uh, that was another box checked off, but then it was pro day. Pro day was to just improve my vert and go out there and just run more crisp routes and definitely did that. So for us, it's like identify the next goal and what we have and, and the time limit we have to the next goal and put in the work and then when we get there go to I mean, work to be, after i mean to be honest it, that that's one of the thing like me personally that i was just thinking about your game uh heading into the senior bowl i was just like now i need to see him against some of this competition um as the the the, the week progressed day after day it's like you got better and better and better and uh, i remember uh on day three of the practices I was uh, I was speaking with Derek and I'm like, are you here? Because I'm he's like, no, nah, are you there? And I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm in here. And he, and he was asking me like, oh, so how, how's Khalil look? I was like, yo, he just he just caught a crosser right over the middle, and then you had that full extension catch in the corner. I was like, I, I was just happy to see. And then when you again when you went went to the uh, combine, just another 
box checked. Um, you, you had a phenomenal combine. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, Khalil. When it comes to film, what is your process of watching and breaking it down? How has this process evolved throughout your college career? Yeah, I mean, it, it evolved a lot from, you know, when you're in high school, you don't really watch as much film. It's high school is just ta talented people go out there and let's just let's just play, you know. So um, when I got into college, the importance of film became huge because now you're game planning opponents. You're trying to see who is their top players, um, what coverages they run. And how are we going to, you know, throw our offense in there and, and, and win and beat them? So, you know, from the standpoint of film, for me, it was always identifying uh, their top players. So me lining up in the slot a lot this past year, um, I'd always look for their nickel and see if that's going to be a mismatch or if it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, after that, look at their secondary as a whole. You know, is their boundary corner? Um, do they play boundary field? Do they play sides? Um, do they put their best corner in the boundary? Um, do their safeties help out in the run game a lot? Does their strong safety like to help with the run support, which can give us opportunities to run RPOs, um, things like that. So after looking through all that and their personnel, um, look at their coverages. Uh, we got a lot of man this past year, which, you know, if you go in for the week and that team runs man pretty much the whole game, that's music to a receiver's ears, you know. So um, for me, I mean, it makes it a lot easier when you got a guy just lined up in front of you. You know, you don't have to see if it's cover two, cover four, or cover three, you know, things like that. So um, definitely, you know, love that they ran man. You know, what downs did they run man? Were they mainly zone the whole game? Or, or And then when it was on third downs, did they go man? Like things like that. What were they doing in the red zone? Um, red zone, were they straight zero? Or they did they, you know, did they zone off, um, you know, depending on, what yard line we were on or how deep, how far we were into the red zone. So it definitely evolved from my freshman year to my senior year. The film watching became more and more intense. You know, it only became because it's almost like you, you fall in love with doing it because it's like, mm -hmm. you want to give every advantage to yourself that you can going into the game. You don't watch film the whole week and then go into the game. You don't know what you're going to get, but if you study somebody's habits and you know, things, what they do, you know, how do they press? Do they go one hand? Do they go two hand? do they do soft, you know? So it's like studying those things going in the game and almost knowing what they're going to do. Obviously throughout a game, teams can ch change things up, but you watch a team for multiple games and have a feel for what they're going to do. It just gives yourself an advantage. So the film work just got more and more intense um, as my college career went on. Now, taking your talents to the senior bowl, you were able to go up against some of the nation's best corners. Who were some of the cornerbacks that gave you the toughest competition? Uh, I would definitely say, uh, me and dude from Pitt, um, his last name is Mathis, I believe. Um, me and for me, it was, uh, he played me tough. Um, he got me, I got him. So, uh, he was somebody that was, uh, really, really good. That in, in my opinion, really, really good. Um, got a couple of reps against, uh, Bryant from Cincy. Um, yeah. that was fun. That was real fun. Um, just because of, to see what he, what he's done throughout his college career, then go up against him. Um, you know, just do what I do and show scouts that I can't hang with top guys, you know, and guys who have a lot of buzz around their names. Uh, so I'd say those two were um, definitely, you know, guys that I, I love going against and that were tough competition. You also have, uh, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but he's uh, from Baylor, um, Petrie or something like that. Petrie? Um, yeah, Jalen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a dog too. So um, those guys, you know, kudos to them. They're all really, really good players. And obviously their film speaks for the, for itself. They're just, they're dogs. So. I just want to make one note. Uh, I, 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 P 
Pickett was throwing the ball at one of those plays. He could have thrown it back uh, a bad ball because you are against his teammate. I'm just letting just letting y'all know. <laughs> I'm just like I saw I saw that play where you were up against the pit corner. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, like that could have been a better ball. I was like, oh, Pickett threw that one. <laughs> you know, no, nah, Pickett's dope. Pickett's a dope yeah. dude. <laughs> All right, Cleo, what is your why? What are some of your goals and what are some of your goals as a rookie? I mean, my why is my family, you know, those, um, you know, my mom, my dad, my siblings, um, you know, ever since I started playing ball, I didn't even really want to play at first. I was huge on soccer. I started playing, <laughs> uh, I started playing tackle football when I was seven years old and my dad kind of threw me into it and uh, didn't like getting hit at all. And I didn't like any of that. The idea of somebody tackling me, I didn't like it, you know, so um he was somebody who was always on me. You know, he was my coach for my first couple of years. And uh, no matter what, he made sure that I would go out there and just compete, even at a young age, just go out there, have fun and compete. You know, as time went on, I learned to love the game because it's truly the best game in the world, in my opinion. So, um, you know, that's my why. My family is just they, the, the time and the support that they put into me ever since I started playing the game um, to be here now in the position that I'm in and with the draft here, you know, coming up you know, just to, to show them that all their, their time and support that they put into me ever since I was seven years old is going to pay off. Um, it's, it's truly a blessing. And I'm, I'm definitely thankful that, you know, they believed in me and stuck with me my, my whole life. And, you know, no one just told me like, you got this, you know, even when I'm feeling down, um, I didn't have the best game. Um, after my dad chewed me out for having a bad game, then he would tell me, you know, just stick to it, stay the course, you know? So, um, definitely appreciate appreciate my family and uh you know that's the main reason why I do everything so um, my goals for this upcoming you know rookie season is for me it's just how can I contribute to a team you know um I don't want to be placed into just one spot I don't want to be labeled as as one thing or another you know whatever I can do for a team to win and get on the field um I truly believe when I'm on the field um you know I make plays and whether that's lining up in the slot or x or z or you know, doing wildcat or playing running back or running down on special teams. You know, I ran down on kickoff my sophomore year um, here at Boise State. Um, any Anything I can do to get onto the field and contribute, you know, I'm a big-time team player, and I truly believe in the, the team aspect of the game. And, uh, you know, for me, it's just do anything I can to help the team win. Now, speaking of Boise State, uh, you know, you, you have former teammates that are in the league, uh, Eagles wide receiver John Hightower. And uh, Dolphins, newly signed Dolphins wide receiver Cedric Wilson, have they been in a wealth of information on what to expect in the league? Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely say, you know, not just them, but just, you know, my, my you know, older brothers alone, just them going into the league and seeing how careers pl- uh, pan out and like what they're doing and hearing from them. Um, John, actually, the last couple of times we talked, we ain't even talked football. It's, we talk about bowling. Um, because he does <laughs> um, but just seeing him and said, you know, going to the Dolphins and watching him in his career and you know him, you know, to overcome injuries as well and still stay the course and you know stick to you know what he does best and knows that he it's all going to pay off one day and seeing it now, you know, paying off it's it's something that I, you know I truly look up to just their careers. Um, you know, I got guys like Avery Williams, um, who plays for the Falcons. He's somebody too that I'm a, I'm a lot close to and that I talk to um, more often than the rest of those guys. Um, Curtis Weaver on the Browns uh, that I talked to a bit more and them just kind of letting me know how it works. You know, for me, um, I'm huge on relationships. I'm a relationship type of person and uh, I'm a, a adapting or adopting the the business aspect to everything. You know, it's don't get too hung up on one 
on one team or one player or anything because you never know what can happen. It's just a business. So for me, it's um, that's what I've learned from them is, hey, man, come in whatever team you go to, go there, ball out, do what you do. And, you know, things will things will go how they're supposed to go, because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's a, it's one big business and teams are going to do what they need to do um, to win at the end of the day. So just go in there and just be me, um, have fun with it and ball out. Yeah, Khalil, I love that answer with uh, building relationships because I'm all about building bridges, leaving places better than you found it. And yeah. that mindset, that's what gotten you this that's gotten you this far. And that's going to allow you to be a key contributor day one in an NFL locker room and on the field. And uh, I, it, it's really exciting, man. I mean, I was talking to uh, Turi Carpenter. That was the main dude that I really hit it off with when I was down at um, Mobile. And the other day, he just DM'd me, and he sent me a picture of his wall. It's like his jersey from Georgia Tech and, like, pictures of, like, him and his parents, him and his grandparents. And then there's a picture of me and him on the field. And that's, like, hit me, man. It's, like, remind me, like, what my why is. Like, my why is, like, having guys like you – on the show and just try to help you guys along with your journey and be a part of it. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that answer. Uh, last question from me, Cleo. So I saw that you recently got engaged. Congratulations, by the way, what has it meant to you to have that type of support in your life and career? I mean, it's the the biggest blessing I could ever ask for, you know, um, a lot of people go through this solo and uh, you know, it's a big mental game. This right here is the, if you don't have a strong mental game, you're not going to make it. And uh, my fiance has been somebody that went to every single game this past season. Um, you know, for me, it got to the point where if I didn't see her in the stands, I was like, you know, I had to keep looking extra to see her right before the game started. So, um, you know, our connection, our bond, it means everything to me. Um, having her support um, just pushes me to be better every single day. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy because, you know, I never had, you know, somebody like her in my life to where, the most important thing is what I'm thinking up here in my brain, you know, um, every single day she makes sure to check up on me and just ask if I'm okay or ask how I'm doing, you know, cause sometimes all you need to do is just talk about things, you know, for her to, to, you know, realize that and realize that sometimes I could be overthinking in my head and all I need to do is just get it off my chest and talk. And she sit, she'll sit there and just listen to me talk. And, you know, that's the, the biggest blessing I could ever ask for. She's somebody who keeps my, keeps my mind right. Um, keeps me mentally mentally ready to uh, wake up every single day and, and just attack uh, attack the day. So I'm just truly blessed to have her. Hey man, you're inspiring all, all these dudes out here to make sure you know and get engaged. You know, put a ring on it. Put a ring yeah. on it, gentlemen. You gotta find the right one. Don't just put yeah. a ring on nothing. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. Uh, now um, throwing a little curveball here. Um, you know, alive or dead. You know, if you could pick five people to go, to have dinner with who would they be oh, that's a tough one i know you uh, i know you got a big family now so you don't you know i don't want you to offend family members so if you exclude family members members who yeah, you know yeah. let's do that let's exclude <laughs> the family members <laughs> um, so we just talking let me just say celebrities you know people in the league uh i would say deon sanders gotta be one um prime time the original yeah, julio jones gotta be one like i said you know watching him growing up um this don't got is this is just football or just over it could be anyone anyone it could be it could be philosopher it could be anyone i would say uh shaquille o'neal oh yeah. the original shack 
The original yeah, Shaq? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the original Shaq. Because we Shaq, I'm, I'm, I'm one of my nicknames Shaq, but you know, my pops is my pop's nickname first. It's Shaq with a K, not a Q. So it's a little bit different. You know, we don't want to, you know, try and you know live under Shaq with a Q. You know, that's something that he's yeah. a baller in, in yeah. everything he does. So Shaq, uh, I would say, man, this is tough. That's um, that's three, right? Yeah. You have yeah, you got Shaq, Julio Jones, Deion yeah. Sanders. Two left. Uh David Goggins. David Goggins. Yeah. Pick his brain. Um I got one more. Uh so let's go with Kevin Hart. Let's go with Kevin Hart. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Philadelphia native. Yeah. Are yeah, you trying yeah. to are you sending? Uh, are you trying to send Eagle by? Because he's a he's a big Eagle fan. Oh, y'all put me on the spot. I came with the first five people that came to mind. So don't nobody judge my table, man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Now I I did find some some favorites. This was out of high school, so maybe the young Khalil could 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 be different than the OG Khalil. Now your your favorite food back in the day was mini tacos. What is your favorite food now? <laughs> Uh, mama's fried chicken. My mom's fried chicken. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie? Four Brothers. Me and Chris were like, you know, that's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, it is. I just watched it again the other day. But I watched uh, Saving Private Ryan uh, last night or two nights ago. That'll probably be my favorite movie now. You know, I, I saw Saving Private Ryan in the movie theater, and so many people were getting bro, old, old. Folks you, were getting sick. Bro, in the you movie. can't oh, really? make this up. I literally have it. <laughs> it's literally on my desk right in front of me. That's crazy. No, that's, that's a was a real good movie. My fiance's dad was actually he'd been telling me to watch it, and I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I couldn't find it or what, but it was on. It's on Netflix, so we watched that the other yeah. night. Really, really good movie. Okay, uh, favorite NFL team, Atlanta Falcons. It's okay. It's in the Bird family. It's in the Bird yeah. family. No, that's a uh, you know I grew up being a Falcons fan. My dad, you know, and my dad is big on the Falcons. You know, his whole um, he has a a gym in his garage it got falcon carpet falcon wow you know stuff up his whole his car is red and black he got falcon symbols wow. on it. yeah so he's a big time falcons fan but you that know, stadium so grew, is pretty nice I, man oh yes beautiful but getting into this process and you know kind of going through it it's kind of hard to just say i have a favorite <laughs> nfl team uh, that's so gonna, gonna have to have a second team man that's gonna have to have a second yeah 100 percent. i'm gonna have to leave that one blank for now we'll see here at the end of this month though <laughs> that was that was a true question but uh favorite pastime you was watching netflix you just mentioned watching netflix but uh favorite pastime now uh i like to go bowling a lot i bowl a lot so i would definitely say i still watch a lot of netflix but i um i love bowling more so okay that was interesting um Let's see. Uh, Feast with Pete. You know he's getting personal here. Said, so, uh, <laughs> ask him if he ask him ask him if he likes Jalen Hurts's game. <laughs> yeah, no, Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, watched him his his college career. Watched him there, and then seeing what he's been doing. Um, I, I definitely you know I wouldn't mind playing with him for sure. But I think he's a baller. Uh, no matter what anybody says, in my opinion, I think he's somebody who's going to show out this upcoming year for sure and have a an amazing career. So. Yeah. Uh, now, Sean asks, uh, did you run any track growing up? If so, what events? I know you, your family members have ran track, no? Yes. Uh, every or my my older brother, and my older sister did track. Um, I did not, uh, which is crazy because I think it was like the 
freshman year, um, it was after football. It was like the first day of track or something like that. I didn't even – you had to sign up and then go out. Um, I didn't sign up. And then uh, I think I went home one day, and my mom was like, you're supposed to be at track. And I was like, I'm not not doing track. And, yeah, she got on me for that. Um, but I never ran track, actually. So it was just strictly football, seven on seven, and uh, just stuck to that. Now we had a couple of uh, videos. You know, some, talk to prospect. It's all really about, you know, getting to know you and talk about your game a little bit. But we tried to find some clips that kind of just kind of – well, some of these were personal because, you know, this, this me and Chris, this is our first senior bowl down there. Yeah. Um, and it, it's funny because, like, your, your story was a little part, part of the personal story of just – you know, you know, knowing Derek, you know, and having that moment of watching you excel and seeing him as, as excited as he was to watch your game. That was pretty awesome. But uh, going back to some of the clips, um, you know, this this play right here um, and, and to me, this kind of like, you know, this is, you know, you make your money in the NFL going over the middle. And here you are. Uh, great camera angle, by the way. Boom. And taking the shot. Um, and then, uh, you, you really, you talk about the release package here. Um, I mean, uh, I mean the Twitch, you're pretty twitched up, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. And this is, this is against like, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand my horizon as far as the release game. So it comes with studying, studying a lot of the greats in the league right now. So. Um, now who, who, who do you study the most when it comes to routes? It just depends on what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm trying to get accomplished in that film session. So if I'm trying to do releases, right? So if I'm like, okay, I got to, you know, expand my horizon, like so with my releases, I'll watch Devontae Adams, you know, for a couple hours. If I'm trying to, you know, for me and my finesse is having this that I like to add into the game. Like I said, I watch Cooper Cup and the way he runs his routes, you know, because he's not the fastest guy in the league, but he's open 90% of the time, you know, just because mm-hmm. of the way he's he's able to work somebody. So when I'm sitting there and trying to work, you know, wide receivers and what they're doing and, you know, create the illusion that I'm going to go deep or that I'm going to stem inside and I'm going inside, but then I break back out. I like to watch guys like Cooper Cup. Um, yeah, but that's it's uh, that's about it. I like watching Julio Jones. Like I said, I'm always a big fan of him. And just, uh, you know, for me, I want to get more physical as I play the game and get into this next level. So watch guys like him and, you know, the way he runs his route and his burst off of the ball. Um and things like that. So I, I watch I watch a lot of guys. It just depends on what exactly I'm trying to accomplish within that film session. Uh, now we have another play. The, the um, when, when when I look at your game, the, the 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 words in my head come up. A lot of want to like you you got a lot of want to in your game. When the ball is in your vicinity, that's yours, man. And you make it very clear to any DB around you. This play, uh, talk us through this one here. <laughs> So uh, I'm not even supposed to get the ball on this play. I'm not even really supposed to be a read. And uh, as you see, I didn't get a foot down. So I'll just call that out right now. I didn't get the foot down. Um, but uh, this play here was just uh, – it was supposed to go to our boundary receiver who, you know, we called it a summer route. He sells a shallow route and spikes up to open green grass. And uh, myself and the the ex receiver um, outside of me, we're supposed to – we're just clearing routes. We called it love for the game routes. So uh, this is just clear out, take as many guys as you can with you and, and get get somebody else open. Um, so what happened was Hank had to scramble. Um, he stepped up and uh, I mean, he just he just threw it up. And for me, you know, my whole mentality with going up and getting the ball is if my quarterback trusts me enough to throw me the ball when there's multiple guys on me, um, then I'm going to go make the play. So. 
Now, now, did you remember what happened after this? Because you hit hard, my guy. Uh, right, right here. Uh, you, you look like. Uh, give me a second, bro. Like, yeah. My wind. Yeah, no, I just, I just, yeah, I just got the wind knocked out of me for a quick second, and uh, I actually hit the ground, and I was catching a cramp in my calf. <laughs> when I, when I hit the ground, I felt my calf start to cramp up but I couldn't breathe. So I think that the, my, the wind getting knocked out of me, like the cramp went away. It just went to trying to breathe. Like I was trying to stay alive at that point in my head. That's what I'm thinking. So uh, when I hit the ground, caught the cramp, then I was like, I took a deep breath and I couldn't, you know, get it out and the cramp went away. And then I was like, I just need to sit here for a second and just gather myself. So. Now there's uh, one of our last plays here. Um, you know, just a simple route here. It's just, you know, just fall in the, the, the sweet spots of the defense. This is, you know, to me, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like you're three level threat, but just, you know, at the next level, I think it's being on the same page as your quarterback yeah. and being where you're supposed to be. And I feel like uh, this is a part of your game that, I, you know, it's just it's sweet and simple and uh, catching the catch, catching the ball um, with traffic is is something that uh, NFL coaches love. Yeah, yeah, that play is uh, one of my favorite plays. I actually have a I have a read on that play, so I can do multiple things. I can run a dig, I can run a curl, I can run an inside fade, and I can run a seam. So um, I got a lot of options off of that play, um, and there's, you know, what, four or five options. So at that point, if you got four or five options and you basically just read in the defense, um, you know, you got to get open. You know, you're not running one simple route to where you have to win inside or have to win outside. I could – do whatever I want, be as creative as I want, just make the right read, be on the same page as the quarterback and just just get open. So um, that's a that's a route that um, a lot of timing um, had to be worked on within the quarterbacks throughout the week to understand what the defense was doing. Um, was I going to run the dig more often? Did they play a lot of man? Was I going to run the fade more often? Just being on the same page with him. That just came with a lot of preparation. So definitely one of my favorite routes. OK, uh, now Kelly said uh, inside or outside release. What's your first move off the line? Um, I mean, that just depends on what the route is, you know, so uh, yeah. inside for me, if I can either one works for me, as long as if I decide, let's say I have an outbreak in route, if I do decide to take an inside release, um, it has to be very, very clean because I know I have to get to a point where I'm almost stack where I'm a stack over him. Now I have a two way go um, vice versa too. if I take an outside release and have an inside breaking route depends on what the route is. But if I can get into a stack position, regardless of, inside or outside release um that's the main goal because now you stack a db he has no clue which way you're gonna go you know you know what you're doing in your head and you could show him that you're gonna you know break out but then break in or go in but then break out um but it just comes with you know knowing and having a plan in your head when you go up to the line too um i like to keep it as simple as i can um if if i can um, but if you got a really really good db um sometimes you know it takes a little more time at the line depending on the release or at the top end of the route, if you do decide to burst off the ball and take a slower release, um, you got to make up for it, you know, to create that separation at the top end of route. So, uh, I have one one last question. I know you, you know, you know, you didn't have to flex on everyone taking your shirt off at the pro day here, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, not us, you know, not also all of us have abs around here. But you, you got you got unbreakable across the, the belly here. Um, yeah. I mean, these, these tattoos are forever, so. What's the meaning behind Unbreakable? Uh, that's a mentality. So um, for me, it's a more for my mental game. It's no matter what happens throughout my life, um, you know, no matter what gets in my way, the obstacles, no matter what it is, 
um, I'm unbreakable. You can't break me. Uh, it doesn't matter if you sit there and, and scream at me or, or try and hurt my feelings or whatever it is, no matter what happens throughout my life. Um, I always, you know, tell myself I'm unbreakable. And you know, with that mental game, when I tell myself I'm unbreakable every single day, it's nothing that can stop me. So it's just pretty much a mentality. Now, Tone got real hard hitting questions here. He's Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. I just got the new Xbox. Derek just got it for me. Uh, oh, get out! Got the, yeah, the new Xbox or the newish Xbox. Um, what you play? What you playing? Are you playing uh, sports games? You playing a little Halo? Little? Nah, I play. Uh, I play Warzone. I play Warzone a lot. Then I play a lot. Of, right. uh, or I just got back on Fortnite because they took the builds away. I couldn't build for nothing when you when you had to build on that. And you got people building towers in half a second, so it just didn't make mm-hmm. sense to me. Uh, but Mal- they took away. Mally's a big Warzone guy. Yeah, yeah, Warzone is uh, that's yeah. my stuff right there. Bro, the hack, the hackers got me off there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, got sick. No, no, yeah, they, they, they had the anti cheat, but it yeah, was bad, yeah. bro. You had people like standing in the middle of the map, spinning around, shooting you like two hundred yards yeah. away. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was awful. That was when I, uh, I think it was during season when the cheating was bad. I don't play much during season; it's mostly off season. So. I hop back on and they got the anti-cheat and all that stuff now. And it's a uh, not a big fan of the map though. The map is huge and they got the Bro, the uh, lighting is so bad. You can't yeah. see anything. <laughs> right, see, right. see yeah. you, you get Chris started, man. He, he he's gonna um hey, he, yeah. Khalil understands he's a game. No, yeah. you, you get done practice, you get done work, and you're like, I'm trying to chill with my boys. You get on there and you're like looking into the sun on the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so not yeah that's a, that's my that's my favorite game right there, Warzone for sure. But, but. Now, Chris, did you have any more questions before you, uh, Khalil gets out of here? No Chris. questions at all. Just thank you very much for being so gracious with your time. I mean, just really proud to see what you've accomplished. It was awesome talking to all your whole team and agency when we were down at, uh, in Alabama because they were so hype about it, and we were so hype about it. Every day we just kept kept tabs on your process throughout the week, and it was really cool just to meet uh, yourself and all the players down there and just to see – all you guys just like in the moment. And I, I think that was one of the, not just because we were down there, but just my experience of watching the senior bowl every year. Like that was one of the more competitive senior bowls I've ever seen, because I think people increased their stock at an exponential level this year. I mean, you got guys from all over competing and now all those guys from the senior bowl, their stocks are flying up. They're all the guys getting the interviews and it's really awesome to see the progress that you've made. And congratulations. I mean, I know you're still waiting to see how everything turns out by the end of the month, but congratulations on the engagement. Congratulations on an awesome season and off season and best of luck in the league, man. Hopefully you end up here in Philly, but regardless, you got, you got fans for life here, man. And we really appreciate yeah. your time tonight. No, now, I pick- appreciate you guys. Now piggybacking off Chris, I mean, we we drove down from Philly. It was a snowstorm, so instead of flying, we drove about 16 hours all the way to Alabama. Um, and just to, you know, that whole experience was great. Watching, like Chris said, everyone's stock. You know, uh, you know, guys that I'm, you, we're looking at Calvin Austin. I'm, you know, Alec Pierce looking looking at Khalil Shakir, uh, and and to see you guys succeed, um, that that's really where we are as a. Uh, you know, we're Eagle fans, but we're also draft fans. So just to see you succeed is really, uh, at the end of the day, really what we're all about. Um, you know, before we get out of here, if there's anything that you want to say to the Philly, Philadelphia Eagles on why they should draft you, uh, here's your stage to do so. No, I just want to say, uh, no, nah, if I do end up in Philly, um, you know, that'll be a blessing in itself um, right there. I know the fan base is amazing. The organization is great. 
um, I, I truly believe that if I did end up there, um, it'd be, you know, one of the biggest blessings ever. And uh, if I did, uh, Philly would get, you know, somebody who works hard every single day, keeps his head down, grinds, leads by example, um, can line up anywhere um, and, and just put my best foot forward every single day and do everything I can to, to win games for the team and make the fan base happy. So um, definitely we'll see how this thing, you know, plans out and see how it ends up at the end of the month. But um, would be truly a blessing if I did end up in Philly and uh, definitely wouldn't mind that. So um, definitely want to say appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, it's been fun. Uh, definitely one of my favorites uh, for sure. Just chopping it up with you guys. Um, you know, you guys kind words means a lot to me and, and everything I've been doing. So definitely appreciate you guys. Well, thanks again, uh, Khalil, for me and Chris and Khalil. This has been Talk to Prospect. And as always, fly, Eagles fly, and we'll see you in the next one. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.